1: president donald j trump and i'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in moscow and that the russians taped it and have leverage over him hello before we get started with the show i wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart and that is sleep i travel a great deal i travel all around the world i just got back from kiev crossing the moldovan border and the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my my pillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. I love my firm mattress with the my pillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it, but it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life and i can't wait to get back to it every time i travel if you go to my pillow right now with promo code cdm you can get a 50 percent discount on the mattress toppers uh, mike lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now uh, get them while they last use promo code cdm at mypillow.com and get the my pillow mattress topper the best sleep you will ever experience thank you very much now on to our guest So with the Georgia 22 show, we try to bring you the best uh, advice and insight we can get from around the world as to what's happening in Georgia and nationally. And we are lucky today to have one of the best documentary producers out there, Dinesh D'Souza. Welcome to the show, Dinesh. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, we've been talking on the show here that uh, the Jan (coughs) Six and Raffensperger's testimony has really nationalized what's been going on in Georgia. And obviously, Georgia was the center of the fraud back in 2020. But, you know, the Jan 6 hearings really didn't have good things to say about the documentary. Do you want to give us your insight on that and and comments to what Bill Barr said and everybody else? Sure. Well, we maybe start with uh, Liz Cheney. Sure. I think
0: with Liz Cheney, she has, you know, she has a vendetta against Trump. Uh, It's a family feud. And uh, it's almost like one of those old, you know, Two mafia families have got just got bad blood. <laughs> and it almost does. doesn't matter. I mean, here's a woman destroying her own career. And yeah. in a sense, saying that her own constituents are idiots. Because her own constituents are like, we don't like what you're doing. You're not representing us. And she's like, who cares? So people don't do that normally in politics unless there's some manic drive behind it. And so clearly this woman is, I mean, politically unhinged.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat> I don't think that she's particularly seen the movie she refers you know generically to debunked theories debunked where i mm-hmm. mean is she talking about left-wing sites um <laughs> and so that's liz cheney now we turn to Barr. Barr is a little more interesting character because actually i had reasonably high hopes for Barr when he first came in mm-hmm. he replaced jeff sessions who was kind of doing nothing and so and Barr, you know he seemed not that he was ever kind of a you know a rabid trumpster but he seemed that kind of voice of, of reason, a voice of adjudication. And you thought, well, you know, that's going to be a big improvement. We need some of that. And um, so I was really surprised at his blind dismissal of, of 2000 meals, particularly the kind of uh, almost idiotic belly laughter. You know, <laughs> I'm right. like, what does that even mean? I mean, is that contempt? Is that are you being sycophantic? Are you nervous? It could be interpreted many different ways. Yeah. But the two points he made is he goes, number one, he goes, you know, he goes, I haven't see any photographs. He kept repeating the word photographs. And I'm thinking, you know, have you seen the movie? Because there are no photographs in the movie. There's surveillance video. But the surveillance video in Georgia comes from the state of Georgia. And, right. and are you telling me that you looked at that video and you saw nothing that troubles you? You know, mule after mule after mule pump pouring in ballots into a single box. Um, And then going to other drop boxes so that if you if you said, well, you know, in Georgia, you're allowed to return the ballot of a family member. Well, yeah, but even if I got a big family, I'm going to go to one box. There's no reason for me to keep going, let alone in the middle of the night, let alone looking left and right as I get out of my car, let alone having a backpack full of ballots, uh, let alone wearing latex gloves, let alone taking photos of the ballot. All of this is in the movie. So if you saw the movie. I don't think a reasonable person could just say everything there I've just seen is completely kosher. There are people saying this on the left, but these are people who are like chronic liars. Uh, And and they're trying to actually prevent their own side from seeing the movie. Because one thing we can learn from this Rasmussen survey is even Democrats and independents who see the movie get freaked out. Uh, Hmm. And they're persuaded by it. And so that's why I'm seeing headlines on the left like, we've seen this movie, so you don't have to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) kind of telling their own audience, we're scared of you. We don't right. want you to see the movie. Um, and, and then, of course, there's comments on geo-tracking, which I'm happy to discuss, which really, to me, from an attorney general, I mean, unbelievably ignorant. We're, we're at an age now in technology where, you know, not only does a retailer know when you go into a store, they know which aisle you're in. They know right. what, what's in front of you. Uh, and so the precision of this has improved. I mean, admittedly, 20 years ago, it was, you know, rather spotty. So was GPS, by the way. Sure. But it's gotten a lot better. Look at the driving instructions in your car and how much more precise they are and how much the phone, quote, knows about an approaching traffic light, about the names of streets, one ways, all that stuff. What GPS couldn't do, it now can do.
1: So uh, let's talk about the, the geo-targeting. I mean, it- I sat down, I I think I mentioned with Greg a year ago and uh, when we launched our paper in Georgia and he showed me all this data and I I was shocked. And his his comment was they've been using this for some time. Law enforcement has been using this for some time. That's correct, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Law enforcement uses it. And in fact, one of the ingenious things that Greg and Catherine did, which we show a little bit in the movie, Mm -hmm. is they targeted two murders in Atlanta in the months leading up to the election. We show one of those murders in the movie, but let me talk about the other one because it's not in the movie. And this, huh. is, the, uh, this is the Katie Janis murder, the, the woman walking with her dog in Piedmont yeah. Park. Yeah. Uh, and her body was found, um, no suspects, uh, no physical evidence left by anybody else, no eyewitnesses apparently, so unsolved to this day. Mm-hmm. And Greg and Catherine did something that you think law enforcement would have done immediately, which is they just geofenced around the park, they looked for the date and time of the murder, and they looked for cell phone devices in the vicinity of the murder. Let's just say an hour before to an hour after, they got a list of those devices and they turned them over to the Georgia investigating authorities. Now, we're not saying we quote solved the murder because you don't know, because someone could be innocently walking in the park, but maybe they saw something. So the point is there are, there are all kinds of avenues for law enforcement here to follow up. And the same with the movie. We're not saying that just because we've been able to geo-track these mules, that we should, they should automatically be all locked up right now. No, but we're saying, talk to the mules. Who paid you? Who put you up mm-hmm. to it? Who organized the whole operation? where do you get the ballots? All of that and is- That's the way those Rico
1: operations work. They work from the yeah. bottom up, right?
0: You would think this is what Barr would be calling for. Let's get more yeah. information. Let's open-mindedly look at what we can find. So his blind dismissal, like to me, was very suspicious and again suggested at some point he dug in on the other side and decided to become kind of a pawn a tool of the January 6th committee.
1: Yeah, it seems like at some point during his uh, position with Trump, he turned. I mean, he started not following up on things. Uh, you know, you can go down the list, the, the riots, and he just wasn't doing his job. I don't know if he was planted there initially or if he just got turned or threatened or whatever down the road. It's hard to say.
0: Well, you can always begin by just, you know, I always begin with what the guy says. Just start off with his statement. So his statement was something like this. He said, you know, in a big city like Atlanta, you mm-hmm. got just people milling around, tens of thousands of people. And his point is, how can you use geo-tracking to identify mules going to drop boxes when lots of people in their cars or walking are going by these drop boxes? Now, Mm -hmm. again, just apply this logic to January 6th. How many people live in Washington, D.C.? How many people in their car or on foot are going by and alongside and to and fro around the Capitol? Does this mean that the FBI can't use geotracking to say that Mr. X was seven feet or roughly seven feet outside the front door, and then we can see his phone inside the building? So, I mean, they're doing that. You see it in the cases. It's in the case records. And so geotracking works. I mean, It works in that case. Uh, You apply the exact same logic or illogic of Barr, and you realize that this is either a guy who doesn't know what he's talking about, or he's just willfully stating things
1: that are not true. So, what do you think about Raffensberger testifying? Very interesting.
0: I suspect that they're going to focus on the so called phone call with Trump. I mean, that's really probably what they're getting at. They're trying to show that Trump was trying to somehow strong arm him. I think what's crazy about it is this I mean, whatever you say, let's just say that you don't believe there was any evidence. Um, at the time, and, and then frankly, I don't think there was enough evidence right after the election. The election was stolen. That's why I didn't mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that until I put out two thousand mules. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame even Barr at the time for saying I don't see it. Um, and Raffensperger mm-hmm. didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But um, but the point is this: the January six committee is trying to go further and say Trump knew he lost, and this I think is unbelievably dumb. Yeah. Because yeah. anybody who knows Trump knows if there's one thing he believes. Just as clearly as he believes Ivanka Trump is his daughter, as he believes the 2020 election was stolen, whether you agree with him or not, he does believe that. To claim that he doesn't, he knows it wasn't stolen. He's just saying that. No, he's not saying that. He does believe it in his heart of hearts. One reason he was so enthusiastic about 2,000 meals. He's like, well, finally, I can actually see some evidence for something I've long believed. And you know, to take the audience to the scene of the crime, he thought mm-hmm. that was just unbelievably and fantastic.
1: What's been your reaction or the reaction you've gotten for the uh, for the film uh, from different sectors of society?
0: I mean, it's you know, the left, of course, initially, they're like, let's ignore it. When I released the first trailer in February, early Feb, there was not a single fact check on it, because I huh. think those guys realized how can you fact check? You know, you're seeing official surveillance video. What's there to check? <laughs> um, and uh, so they were they were dead silent. I think they were just hoping the whole thing would go away. Then they deployed their first battery of, I would call them, B-team fact-checkers. You know, people Mm -hmm. who say things like, well, maybe these are cab drivers, maybe these are election workers who are, after all, their their job is to go to the ballot box. Well, yeah, but their job is to take ballots out and fill Mm -hmm. out a custody document, not to stuff ballots in, which is what you can see them doing, the mules doing on the video. So these fact-checks sort of quickly collapse, the AP fact-check, for example, Ali Swenson. And then the left realized we got to be more sophisticated, and so... They deployed a more artful group, uh, Philip Bump of the Washington Post and some others, to come up with more subtle arguments, which are worth debating. Uh, Philip mm-hmm. Bump, to his credit, had a long exchange with me in the Washington Post about all this, um, but many others refuse to debate. I mean, Barr won't debate. <coughs> I greatly doubt Liz Cheney will debate, and most of these other guys are just—they like to do—they like to do this, this sort of fact checker A appeals to fact checker B, who appeals to fact checker C. So, they recycle the same stuff back and forth among themselves. And they think they've proven the point because, look, PolitiFact says it. It's also in the Washington Post. Reuters says the same thing. So, this is their game. And they've they've got it down, but it's not really working with the movie. No, it's not. So, the the power of the
1: movie. doesn't really work anymore.
0: (laughs) No, it doesn't work because when people see the movie, I mean, look, I just looked Mm -hmm. at Rotten Tomatoes yesterday or the day before, I guess it was. They got over 500 reviews. Mm -hmm. The rating is 100%. That's the rating. Wow. So it means wow. if, if people see the movie, they're going to realize a lot of this fact-checking stuff is nonsense. Not that there aren't some things worth debating. So Ben Shapiro raises the point and Dinesh, you, know, you haven't shown me like the same mule again and again and again and again. And mm-hmm. my answer is, do you realize, Ben, that in Fulton County, we have out of 10 Dropboxes footage on about one Dropbox. So if yeah. the same mule goes to 10 and there was only a camera at one, how reasonable it is to demand of me that I show him at all 10? If there was a camera at all 10 and he, and he didn't show up, that would be a problem. But if you don't have a camera because the states didn't do it, well, that's not my problem.
1: Yeah, well, they've they destroyed a lot of evidence in Georgia, too. Ballot images, surveillance video images on purpose. I mean, obviously. The
0: whole state of Wisconsin took no video. Uh, in Maricopa, they turned some cameras off. Right. Uh, other cameras exist, but they're not even pointed at the drop box. So you're dealing with very poorly handled. I mean, and it's a violation of the election guidelines.
1: So let's broaden it out a little bit. I'm I'm a big uh, culture guy. I think we really have to take back the culture and you've been involved in Hollywood for a long time. You've been targeted by Obama uh, and and survived and come back fighting harder. I mean, how do we, um, I guess, provide an alternative to the American public besides what they're getting from Hollywood, besides just not going? I mean, it's because you gotta build a studio, right? You gotta have money, you gotta,
0: there's a lot of Right, we gotta go on the supply side and initially, Mm It's going to be very difficult for us mm-hmm. so let me give you an example of a documentary mm-hmm. if you're michael moore mm-hmm. this is what you do you go to mm-hmm. a studio you say give me 10 million dollars mm-hmm. i will then make a movie and i will give it to you you will then distribute it worldwide you'll sell the foreign rights and when the, the movie is on the verge of being released you will have me booked on the today show pbs the view um all you know face the nation blah 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 uh, and, and my job is really Michael Moore's job only to make the movie. Everything else is done for me. Now, if you're Dinesh and you make a movie, it's not like that. I mean, I need legal expertise to write documents. I've got to go find investors to put money in the movie. Conservative sure. investors are very much market guys. So they're like, what's my return? How does this compare to my other investments? I yeah. got some money in oil. How, is this movie going to do about as well as my oil investments? I'm like, probably not. But yeah. you know what? It's still important to make. And um, so then it's like you got to make the movie and you then have to market it often in the in today, like this movie I released in an age of censorship. How do you market a movie? Can't put the trailer on Facebook. You can't buy ads on on um, you can't put the trailer on YouTube. Can't buy ads on Facebook. So you've got to you've got to navigate in a very careful way. You if you put the movie on Amazon Prime or iTunes, they could take it down right on the time you release it. Right. So this, these are the difficulties facing the conservative side, but if we can overcome them, we create our own ecosystem.
1: Well, I think it's happening. And, you know, like we have a new media company and we're tied into a lot of others and it kind of snowballs. I mean, this whole new economy is building, definitely not just in media and finance, technology, everything. Uh, I, I think that's the way forward, actually. Um, yeah, and
0: it's important that our side also make money, because when we make yeah. money, we can roll the money into future projects. Right, uh, right. If I had money to invest in my own movies, I wouldn't depend so much on investors. Sure. So unfortunately, our side is like, Dinesh, this is a really important movie, release it for free. And I'm right. like, well, listen, you know, if I release it for free and my investors don't have a chance to make a buck, then with the last movie, which I released in the middle of COVID and I lost a bunch of money, they're like, OK, when you, we lose money, we lose. But when we make money, Dinesh gives the movie away for free. So this is a problem. Right. We've got to realize that, that the left built its strength in the culture by building things that work. Now, a lot mm-hmm. of their models are antiquated. A lot of Hollywood, mm-hmm. I think, is a model waiting to collapse. Their universities are a model waiting to collapse. But Definitely. we need to build the academic iPhone. We need to unleash our own comedians. We need to build yes. and make our own feature films. Um, and then, we'll be, then, we'll be, then we will begin to start really taking back the culture.
1: I want to talk to you about offline at some point for that, because there's a lot of ideas floating around. Um, lastly, uh, what, what do you have in the pipeline? What, what's heading down the pike? Well, over? as of
0: just right now, I'm just finishing mm. the book that goes with the film. See, you can put mm. stuff in a book that you can't put in a film, just levels sure. of, of detail, uh, essentially references, footnotes, cross the T's, dot the I's. Right, so right. normally I release the film and the book at the same time, but the film, I, I rushed to get it done, put it out there. So the film kind of outran the book. Book comes out late august but i'm just putting the finishing touches on it i'll probably pivot to a new project but that will not be for another month or so
1: so where can people go to best support you with this film
0: well i would go to the website just 2000mules.com just the number um, 2000mules.com or even the the salem media website which is salemnow.com you can buy bulk dvds share them around you know if you spread the message and help wake up the GOP, those are two important things that ordinary people can do uh, to, 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 to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the GOP is slow on the uptake. I mean, if, if I was mm-hmm. Michael Moore, I made this film about, in 2016, about how Trump stole the election. I mean, Schumer would be all over it. Pelosi would be foaming at the mouth every, you know, they'd be going nuts. All of them would have seen it. Uh, but on our side, it's like, well, Danesh, very interesting, you've made a movie, I haven't seen it yet, send me a DVD. Like, okay, fine, I'm happy to do that. But boy, you know, this is red meat for you. I think I would have thought you'd be all over it already.
1: Well, um, the problem with GOP is a lot of them are controlled opposition and they don't want it out there, in, in my opinion, uh, especially in Georgia. I mean, the Georgia GOP leadership is all in on this fraud because I think they were involved in it from the beginning um, for their own personal reasons. Um, but that, what, you know, and you I mean? think some of these
0: guys, too, I mean, look, Ted Cruz is a good friend of Debbie's and mine. Yep. Uh, even before the film came out, we were like, hey, come over to our house. We'll we'll screen the movie for you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't reply. And I don't think it's because he I think it's not because he thought this is all nonsense. I think he was actually afraid of seeing it because he'd be like, uh-huh. if I see it. I'm going to have to talk about election fraud. Uh-huh. And, and I, that's not something I necessarily want to to do. So he was being, in a sense, prudently keeping his distance from seeing the film.
1: Well, wow. well, with that, Dinesh, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy and uh, this will air on Sunday. Thanks, forward to it hey thank you bye bye